This podcast is brought to you by Visit Bucks County, which promotes travel to Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Ideally located just 25 miles from Philadelphia and 75 miles from New York City, Bucks County offers scenic countryside, outdoor adventure, historic parks, downtown charm, miles of gardens and vineyards, and award-winning dining and accommodations. Plan your getaway now at visitbuckscounty.com. None of us had ever had an experience owning a restaurant or running a brewery. My son at the time was 24 and my other son was 22. And I was living in another country when all this was, was going down. So to say it was a risk, it wouldn't be an understatement. I, I don't think we were expecting it to be as successful as it was, but I could tell you I'm really grateful it was because I still had three more kids to put through college. <laughs> Hey everyone, Brooke Hillman here, your host of From the Locals, our podcast that explores the people, places, and experiences that make Bucks County, Pennsylvania a truly unique destination. Today's show is a little different because normally you hear from someone who owns one or maybe two businesses in the area, but today I sit down with Jim Kane, who along with his family owns several businesses that are all so very different from each other and they're all located in Yardley, Pennsylvania. They include Vault Brewing, the Tannery Tap Room, Pretty Bird Coffee, which turns into an amazing sushi restaurant at night called Kawaii Tori. And Jim has several businesses that are in the works and launching soon. And he gives me the inside scoop on what those are. And I can tell you that I already cannot wait for them to open. I'm such a fan of all of these places. The food, the beer, sushi, coffee is all so amazing. But what impresses me the most about Jim is his focus on the local community and his commitment to creating meaningful spaces within it. I'm so excited for you to hear this episode. Make sure you stick around till the end to see how Jim does against the clock for our rapid fire questions. And afterwards, keep an eye out for my blog post on visitbuckscounty.com where I'll give you a behind the scenes look at today's show. Lastly, make sure you're subscribed so you never miss a future episode of From the Locals. Thanks so much for listening. Okay, Jim, so we have a lot to cover between all of the businesses that you own, and I want to make sure we dive right in. And I think what would be helpful is if you maybe give a little bit of your background, because you kind of had this whole life and career prior to starting these businesses. Um, So maybe uh, if you could just, you know, tell us what that was and how that led into this creation of your very first business in Yardley. So I think it probably should, it's probably relevant, I think, to start with my um, wife and I have nine children. Mm-hmm. And in 2011, uh, I was running um, Australia and New Zealand markets for Bristol-Myers Squibb. I've been in the pharmaceutical industry at that point for about 25 years. And two of my adult sons who had graduated uh, business school came out to visit us in Australia. I took them to a microbrewery that a friend of mine owned outside of Melbourne, uh, Australia. And the owner, uh, Matt Beeb, took my son James and John around his brewery. They had quite a few beers together. And as we were walking out, I'll never forget, my, my son said, Dad, if we opened a brew pub like this in Yardley, it would do really well because it's a great community. There's just not that much going on. 
I didn't really know Yardley that well. I raised my family in Doylestown. Mm-hmm. But uh, make a long story short, my sons pulled together a business plan. My wife and I decided to fund it. They quit their uh, their corporate jobs, and together they opened up a Vault Brewing Company with help from uh, a couple of friends of mine who were investors and my wife and me. Mm-hmm. So it was actually your sons who came up with this idea to start Vault Brewing, and that is how it all yes. began. Yes, it was an old bank uh, here in downtown uh, Yardley. Uh, downtown Yardley is just a small little borough, uh, yeah. but it had been Bank of America. It had been vacant for a year and a half. We looked at it and we thought it was a perfect location. Uh, so we gutted out the, we leased it out, gutted out the entire uh, first and second floor. But then there was this big giant vault right in the middle that we couldn't get rid of. So that became the inspiration for the name. So yeah. we kept a lot of the, uh, a lot of the interior elements of a, of a, of a bank. Um, and our designer kind of went crazy with that. And we have, I think what we have is a, a really unique interior space. Yes. That's, that's very fun. Yes, definitely. And um, so this was something that was totally new, right? Like that's, that's kind of what your son said. There was nothing there like this in Yardley. Were you nervous at all starting this project and kind of hoping that it would take off? Um, to be really candid, we had just gotten four kids through college, the four middle kids through college and one of them through med school. So I thought my wife and I thought we could take a little bit of a financial break, but then we ended up putting all of our money into Vault Brewing Company and actually taking out a second mortgage on our house. Wow! So it was a big, it was a really big gamble. I think the hope was that it would be successful. My two sons, John and James, worked you know day and night and worked really collaboratively together and worked well with the community to make it a huge success mm-hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't a slam dunk none of us had ever ever had an experience owning a restaurant or running a brewery no um, wow my son at the time was 24 and my other son was 22 and i was living in another country when all this was was going down so to say it was a risk um a personal risk it wouldn't be an understatement uh, I, I don't think we were expecting it to be as successful as it was, mm-hmm. but I could tell you I'm really grateful it was because I still had three more kids to put through college. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you guys didn't stop there, right? So you went on to then open another business. How did that happen? My son, John, um, who opened uh, the vault brewing company with um, his brother, James, he was really into coffee. And my other son, Paul, was actually doing a semester abroad in Australia, uh, in Mornington Peninsula, where where the brewery was located. Not too far from the brewery in Melbourne, Australia, was a, a common folk coffee uh, roastery business. And my son, Paul, who's a little bit younger than my son, John and James, um, he really uh, got into, into coffee. And my son, John, got into coffee as well. So the two of them conspired and opened up a business across the street from Vault called Pretty Bird. And that was in 2017. Wow. So that was right not long after you had opened Vault, right? Uh, we opened Vault in 2012. I, I think I missed okay. a business. We uh, we ended up opening up a production facility up the street at a tannery location, uh, again, in the borough, um, uh, 8,000 8, square feet because the, the brewery business in the borough had done so well, but it was more of a restaurant than it was a brewery uh, because it was such a small brewing capacity. So we opened up a 40 barrel system up up the road here, 8,000 square feet. So we 
we make so much more beer now and that we sell into the marketplace. So that was really the second business was to create a production facility to sell our, our beer in the broader market of Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Yeah. And then in 2017, we opened up Pretty Bird Coffee, uh, which is about uh, 50 feet from Starbucks. Oh, wow. Which was a little bit of a challenge, as you can imagine. I would, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this community is amazing. And they kind of saw this, 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 these two young brothers putting this business together and the, the community kind of put their arms around them and supported it to the point where that business has become a staple for the last four years in the borough. Um, you know, every morning people are working in there and enjoying uh, roasted coffee that we roast uh, ourselves here up at the production facility. Yes. And baked goods, right? That people can yes. get as well. Yes, we bake uh, homemade biscuits. We make donuts every morning. Uh, we have we have great great sandwich. Very eclectic menu, but very fun. Yes, and all so good. I have to say, I am a big fan of Pretty Bird and the beverages that you have there. You have some really creative seasonal specialties that I think are so good, and the donuts are amazing. So people should definitely check it out. Now, did you have a bit more confidence diving into Pretty Bird and opening that business because of the success that you had coming off of Vault and the tap room? Um, I'll be really transparent with you. Uh, take, taking on Starbucks as the only other craft coffee maker was a lot more daunting than we had anticipated because they have 11,000 outlets across the world. Right. And here it is a little, we have no experience in coffee. We yeah. just started roasting it ourselves. Uh, didn't really understand the economics of coffee and that your tr each transaction is like $4 as opposed to vault when someone's getting a beer, a pizza, dessert, you know, the, those transactions are a little bit higher. higher. So mm -hmm. it was, it was, uh, it was a real challenge, probably the first couple of years just to kind of keep our, our head above water until the concept took on. So mm -hmm. the business has been growing steadily over four years to where now we're comfortable with that as a standalone business. Yeah. And so cool to see the success that you've had come from Pretty Bird. Now, you did not stop there. Um, you then went on to open yet another business. Is that right? Yes, we did. Um, my wife and I were celebrating our, um, our 30th anniversary uh, in Santa Barbara, California. And I happened to, to come along a coffee shop in the wine country. So I got a coffee and as I was walking out, I saw a sign that said sushi. I went back in and I said to the owner, I said, where's sushi? I love sushi. He said, come back at five o'clock tonight. I said, what do you mean? He says, well, we turned the coffee shop into a sushi restaurant. I thought, wow, that's a great idea. What a good idea. Yeah. So that night we came back and, um, and there was a sushi chef in the kitchen, but there was absolutely nothing different about the restaurant. It looked like a coffee shop that served sushi. So it was a brilliant idea, but the execution on it, we thought uh, kind of left us wanting. So the idea that I brought back uh, from California was why don't we put sushi in the coffee shop at night, create a completely different brand for it, and then transform the restaurant. So when you go into Kuaitori, which is our sushi restaurant at night, it looks absolutely nothing like a coffee shop. And when you go into the coffee shop, Pretty Bird, during the day, it looks nothing like a um, looks looks nothing like a sushi restaurant because we change the artwork, change the um, change the lighting. Uh, we have a big shade that comes over the coffee bar, so you don't see any of the coffee stuff. So um, 
it really is an opportunity for us to put two unique, distinct businesses in the same in the same location because obviously there's some efficiencies to that, but it's also kind of fun thing to do because the location is terrific right there on Main Street. Yes, you do have a great location, um, and I have to say from firsthand experience that the sushi Aquatory is fantastic, <laughs> so good. I met Jim there the other night, and um, we had some sushi, and it was absolutely delicious. So. Um, I can definitely give you guys a plug for the talent that you have in the kitchen there because it's, it's really great. And then I think is that, that kind of brings us to where we are today in terms of what's currently open. Is that correct? Uh, well in 20, uh, every year we try to install something new in the borough, uh, mm-hmm. in 2019, we opened up a tap room up here at our production facility. Um, oh, okay. so it's, it's again, something for the community where they can kind of come together. It has lots of TVs. Uh, watch a sporting event, come together to, um, you know, meet friends in a really casual environment. We do tours of the brewery. Uh, there's 300 parking spaces up here at this oh facility. Gosh. So it's a really easy location. But again, it's in the heart of the borough. Yeah. And, and something that you and I talked about over dinner the other night is that all of our investments as a, as a business are in the heart of the Yardley borough. We don't make yep. investments outside of this community because um, we're less about profits and more about community. We, we probably could make more money as a company if we franchised Pretty Bird or took Quarry Tory or Vault Brewing Company to Newtown or to Princeton. But that's not what we're about as a, as a, uh, as a company. We're really about you know, building businesses that bring the community together in this, in this very unique, special community that we all live in. Yes. Yeah. And I love that you guys do that. You have such a focus on um, Yardley. And I think you've really helped um, transform it from what you said, you know, your son was saying way back when how Yardley, you know, is this great little town, but there wasn't quite so many of the needs that you've been able to fill over the years with the businesses that you've opened. So it's really neat to see the impact that you've had on the area. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And something else I find interesting too, as you were talking through your businesses is that um, it seems like so much of your inspiration came from outside, you know, from California or Australia and you brought it here. Um, And I think that's, you know, just really interesting too, that you've kind of given people this more diverse um, offering in terms of bringing inspiration from places outside of the county um, and offering a different experience here. Yes, that's true. We're we're um, the project that we're working. We're supposed to work on this year um, was it was a barbecue restaurant, uh, but COVID last year kind of threw us into a bit of a spin. We try to do one project a year. We yeah. are opening up a new um, sushi location because Kuwaitori has kind of outgrown its coffee shop space, and it's going to yeah. get its, it's going to get its own nest, so to speak. But the big project in the front half of next year will be to open up a barbecue restaurant up here at the tap room. We're going to be expanding out our kitchen and putting in a commercial smoker. And all, wow. of the con- all the concepts that we install in the community, we look to meet an unmet need. We don't need to open up another pizza place or uh, mm-hmm. open up something that already exists. We're trying to find out what can't the members of the community get uh, in the borough. And then we try to meet that need. So we're going to yeah. be doing barbecue up here, uh, up here next year. Cool. Well, I'm so excited for it to open. And I think what you're saying about, you know, the community and filling these unmet needs with the businesses that you open and the focus that you have on that is just so neat that that's something that you guys do. And I think what gives us confidence anytime we open up a new business is kind of the relationship that we have with the community here in, in, in Yardley. 
Um, I, I think we're kind of a known entity uh, mm-hmm. in the community and they'll give us a chance. You know, if we open up a new business, people will come. And if we do it right, um, then they'll come back. And at least yes, right. at least we know that we're going to get a first chance to impress them. And we work really hard. We have 130 employees across all of our businesses. Wow. And they work, they work super hard to make sure that every customer's experience is, and I'm not just saying that as a plateau, uh, it's uh, every customer experience is unique and special to us. And we never take it for granted that people choose, you know, to, to spend a night with us. I mean, they had options, you know, whenever they do that, that's, 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 uh, that's a compliment. Yeah. And I, I want to tout that a little bit more because, um, you know, I've been to Pretty Bird and we went to Quiet Tour the other night. We took a tour of Vault. And I think every time we came across someone on your staff, they were just so friendly, so nice. Um, and you can really see that that they enjoy the job that they do for you yeah. and um, that they really, I think, put customer experience, um, you know, first, which I, is really special that they do that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the, the, our team kind of gives us a competitive advantage in that mm-hmm. they they embrace what it is that we're trying to do in supporting the community and, and they're 100% on board. We'll be right back after this. Grab a hammer and make music at Ringing Rocks Park, Conquer Kids Castle, and then journey back in time at the Van Sant Historic Airfield watching biplanes and gliders take flight. Bucks County is full of free outdoor family fun. Go to visitbuckscounty.com to find more outdoor itineraries. Travel through riverside towns and past sprawling farmsteads as you embark on one of Bucks County's many family-friendly driving tours. From stops along the Underground Railroad to historic covered bridges and haunted landmarks, take in the scenery from the comfort of your own vehicle. Go to visitbuckscounty.com for a full list of driving tour itineraries. So, Jim, I think another theme here that I, I want to touch on as well is the fact that you guys have taken on these businesses and built them um, that you really didn't have any experience in before, right? Like you said, you had never brewed beer. Sushi was a completely new business for you. Uh, you had never roasted coffee beans before. And so I think there's something to be said for you taking on these industries and not only being able to execute the businesses, but build them to be really successful. Well, that's that's generous for you to give us credit, but the credit really, really belongs with the people that we bring on board with us to take our sushi, um, our sushi business. Uh, our head sushi chef, Danny, was working at Morimoto, working at Oishi. Uh, he joined us to start that business and the success of our sushi business is 100% attributed to him and the team there. All we did was provide the infrastructure, the financial support, and he's putting out an amazing product every wow. night. So um, if it's credit to be deserved by us, it's that we saw that there was an unmet need to put sushi in the borough, uh, mm. but the execution on that concept belongs to the people that made it happen. And Danny was, was uh, head and shoulders above the rest. Amazing. I'm not going to say Danny's last name because I don't want anyone to know his last name. <laughs> oh, you want to keep it for yourself? Keep it for myself, yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and so then looking um, you know, ahead, you, you have the barbecue restaurant opening up. Can you tell us the name of that yet? Or is that... It'll, 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 no, the, um, the 
barbecue restaurant is coming in um, in probably January or February. It will be it'll still be Vault Tap Room, but it will have a bar- barbecue as its as its main cuisine. Okay. And that, what's exciting about that is we can do takeout, we can do delivery, we can pair that with beer. Beer and barbecue go really well together. So we think there's a lot of product synergies Definitely. with that business. But um, the business that we'll be installing in the fall that we haven't talked about yes. um, is when Kauai Tori moves out of Pretty Bird and moves over to its new location. I think you and I took a look at the new Kauai Tori location. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have a vacant spot in Pretty Bird at night. So mm-hmm. we're going to put a French vegetarian slash vegan restaurant in that space at night. I am so excited for that. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing in probably 15 miles to, no, for a vegetarian not. or someone with vegan where the focus is on meeting um, that, that sort of customer uh, in, in this community. There's, there's really nothing that caters to them. Uh, I am a, I am a card carrying carnivore. Um, so I'm, uh, I eat everything, but I, uh, I'm also a business person and I know that there are an awful lot of vegetarians and vegans out there. Yep. Here's I know one that, right here. Yep. I know that you're a pescatarian, right? Pescatarian, I think you're, you might be a yep. pescatarian. Um, there's a lot of vegetarians and, and vegans who, uh, go to restaurants and they're oftentimes disappointed because there's not that much menu selection for them. Yes, this, definitely. Th- this will be fully dedicated to people who don't like meat, don't like fish, and particularly vegans who's, who are a little bit more restrictive in their diet choices. We're going to have an awful lot of choices for them too. And that's just another opportunity for us to meet an unmet need in the community. Yeah. Oh, I'm so stoked for that. I will be, I'll be there on your opening night. Oh, thank you. Putting in my order. Yes. But we're, as you you can see, we're somewhat food agnostic because we're opening up a restaurant in probably October for, for vegans Mm -hmm. who don't eat meat or fish, but we also have a fish restaurant for sushi. <laughs> and then we have a barbecue restaurant that serves only meat. Or the meat eaters. You <laughs> so guys are covering everything. You were c- trying to cover all, uh, trying to cover all the, uh, all the pallets. Yeah. The and you've got the morning people with the coffee and the nightlife people with the, with the brewing. Right. I think you guys are really covering all bases. You can do almost like a little food and drink tour throughout the day. That's it. That's what we're trying to, trying to create here. And of then all the, your places. the last, the last business I just like to showcase we're opening up a distillery out of our production facility. It's, it's going to be called Vault Distilling Company. And we're okay. going to make a gin and vodka, rum and whiskey out of this facility. And then that will allow us, uh, when you when you own a, a distillery, you get uh, additional liquor licenses. Okay. So what we'd like to do is open up a cocktail bar sometime in 2021 in the borough that would kind of have a speakeasy sort of flavor to it where you need a password to get in. Oh, this there's is a sec- so cool. There's a, there's a secret passageway. It's only open certain nights of the week. You have to know somebody. Uh, so we, there's nothing like that in the suburbs at all. If you no, go into Philadelphia. nothing in Bucks County at all that I'm aware so of. So we're, we're kind of excited to kind of uh, to give that one a try. It won't be a huge commercial adventure for us, but it will be something fun and unique to do in this yeah. community. It's kind of, I reckon it too. Um, if, if you have a, say a sister or a brother or a friend visiting you from out of town and you say, come here, I want to take you to this place. It's really cool. Right. Yeah. We kind of want to create that place that is really cool that you want to take a special person. That's your little secret place that, yeah. that, that you want to, you want to share with them. That's kind of the, the space that we're looking to create. 
Oh, that is too cool. Yeah, I don't know of anything else like that around here. And I think that's going to be really, really neat when you guys open yeah. that. And I'll be um, hoping that I get the password when it does. Oh, eventually. no, no. You'll be, you'll, be, you'll be invited to the soft opening, Brooke. Trust oh, me. Oh, yes. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, and I know you talk so much about the community focused on Yardley. And it is really just such a special town. Um, and there's going to be people listening to this who maybe have never been there before. Um, so I would love to hear from you, um, you know, your perspective on if you were explaining Yardley to someone who's never been there for the first time, how would you describe it? I, uh, I, I really don't think that there's a better community. And I, I know you're, you're up in, you're up, uh, you're up in Doylestown, in Doylestown now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I raised my kids in Doylestown. I don't think there's a little better community than, than Yardley for a lot of reasons. I'm going to be a bit of a salesman here for it. You've got Go the, it, you've yeah. got, you got the canal path where you could walk miles mm-hmm. along the canal path on a beautiful fall day. And there's nothing more special than that. The train station here takes you, uh, can, can take you, uh, into Philadelphia or any place, uh, you know, up and down the line, the, um, there's a small Lake Afton that is so cute with, with ducks so that you can feed beautiful. ducks and fish and the kids can ice skate. And we've got some amazing restaurants here as well. Uh, we, I'd like to think that we own some nice places, but there's, there's some other beautiful restaurants that my wife and I frequent all the time as well in this community. So I think this community has just so much uh, mm-hmm. to, to offer. Uh, and and uh, I'm just glad that we call Yardley home. Yeah. Um, now, are your sons or anyone else in the family still involved in um, your operations? So um, my son, uh, James, who was the founder at, at Vault Brewing Company, uh, he's opening up his own distillery down in Philadelphia and making uh, packaged cocktails. So he's an entrepreneur at heart. So he's, he's going to go yes, off and do his own cool. thing. And then uh, my son, John, who also partnered with James to open up Vault and then partnered with Paul. Uh, to open up Pretty Bird, uh, he's gone back into doing private consulting. That was his background okay. before. Um, I think running restaurants is 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 not necessarily a young man's game, <laughs> and, but uh, but they're still involved in the business tangentially, but not day to day. My son Paul, who started Pretty Bird, uh, he's gone back into advertising, uh, okay. but he designs all of our like uh, uh, can labels. And my daughter Abigail, who graduated from uh, Bible College a few years ago. Uh, basically runs the company. She does all of our accounting, all of our um, all of our purchasing, uh, all of our yeah. payroll systems, all of our HR and onboarding. So it's still a family affair to an extent. Yeah. But um, uh, outside of um, of Abigail and my wife Linda, who who is a controller of the company, uh, it's just Linda, Abigail, and my my daughter Abigail and my wife and I that run the the business day to day. And my my other three sons. Uh, who are in the business at one point are still tangentially involved. Wow. So it is a full on family affair at your household. (laughs) Um, And so Jim, I think that brings us to the end of our interview here. And um, what we do at the end of all of our conversations with folks is we ask them the same three questions, which is our final three in Bucks County. And our first one is why are you proud to call Bucks County home to your business? Well, I don't think that there's a better county than Bucks County. And, it, and, not, and I'm not just saying that to be a homer. Um, 
Bucks County has a, has a wonderful farming community. There's just wonderful areas to eat and enjoy. There's really cool places to explore. Um, in the historical context of, of, uh, of Bucks County is well known. Uh, and it's great proximity to all sorts of other, you know, urban settings like Philadelphia and New York. So I, I think it's, yeah. a, it's a terrific, it's a terrific county in which to live. And from a political perspective, not, not that I'm a political person, but mm-hmm. it seems to be, you know, conservative. It seems to be liberal and it seems to be moderate. And I think that I think that's kind of important for people to be open minded. And I I really like that about Bucks County. And then our second question is, what is your favorite Bucks County hidden gem? Favorite Bucks County hidden gem. Not too many people will be aware of this, but hopefully will Mm -hmm. be after this. There's a there's a little place next to Vault Brewing Company called The Cellar. It may be inside, it maybe can fit maybe 15 or 20 people, but it has that really cool speakeasy feel that I was telling you about before. You mm-hmm. kind of go down, you kind of go down the stairs behind vault. It's not our business. It's, it's owned by a, a friend of mine, Glenn. Um, but you go in and the ceilings are very low and there's a bar in the back and you get a really cool drink and it's so small. If there's someone standing next to you, you can't help but talk to them. <laughs> and uh, that's great. It is. It's, it's, so it's, I, I just think if, if you're in, Bucks County on a Friday or Saturday night. I'm sorry, Yardley Community on a Friday or Saturday night. You got to check that place out. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, you've heard it here. The cellar. Go check it out. Let's make sure we send everyone there. Um, And then our last question is, uh, if you had a visitor coming to Bucks County just for one day and they only had 24 hours to take it all in and get the true experience, what would you recommend that they put on their must-do list? I think Peddler's Village, uh, particularly... In a, like in the Christmas time or the fall, I, I think that's an amazing place to spend uh, a couple of hours looking at all the shops and having something to eat and walking around. Um, it's it's you just you can't help but lift your spirit being there. Uh, I then I would drive down to New Hope. It's a very eclectic community, um, great restaurants, um, really unique shopping there, uh, a great culture. Uh, and then I would drive up River Road, which is an amazing road. Um, I would, um, I would definitely, as you would imagine, I definitely stop in Yardley, stop at the Yardley Inn for brunch, which is yeah. great. Go up the street to Continental Tavern, um, maybe stop at vault. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, uh, if you maybe, like maybe if you feel like a great beer, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I recommend it. And there's a, there's a new, uh, lobster place that opened up in town called the La La Lobster. They do great takeout lobster rolls and lobster Ooh, salads good. there. So that'd be another place to go. Yeah. Oh, well, fantastic. That's a good day for someone to take advantage of. Um, And then with that, we can move on to the last portion of our interview, Jim, which is our set of rapid fire questions. So basically what we do is we have um, a set of rapid fire questions that we want to see if you can get through in one minute. Okay. So I'm going to give them to you one after the other, and you can just give me your answer. So are you ready? I'm ready. You're ready. Okay, here we go. Riverside B&B or Farmhouse Inn? Riverside B&B. Strawberry picking in the summer or apple picking in the fall? Apple in the fall. Wine tasting in the vineyard or beer tasting at the brewery? Beer tasting at vault. Yeah, (laughs) good one. Riding a bike on the towpath or kayaking down the river? Riding a bike on the towpath. Climbing Bowman's Tower or climbing the cliffs at High Rocks? Bowman's Tower. 
Disc golf or traditional golf? Traditional golf, 100%. <laughs> uh, picnic at the lake or fine dining in town? Fine dining in town. And the last one, Sweet Spots Trail or Ale Trail? Ale Trail. 100%. Well, look at you. <laughs> you got through them all and you have time to spare. You did a great job. Thank you, Brooke. Well, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed learning about Jim and his family and the amazing businesses that they've built in Yardley. Make sure you hop on over there to check any of them out. We'll also have more information posted in our blog post with the links to all of their websites on visitbuckscounty.com. Thank you so much for listening again. I'm your host, Brooke Hillman, and I'll see you next time here on From the Locals.